friends. Welcome to Listen Friend, the pop culture podcast where we share the opinions no one asked for. Everyone needs a friend who's loud about the things they love, and we want to be yours. I'm Britt. And I'm Amanda. And today, we're traveling through time. Kinda. This week, we're going back to the 40s and then to every decade after to discuss our opinions on our favorite male celebrities. Um, before we get started, mm-hmm. do you have any shout-outs, apologies, disclaimers, general housekeeping things? Um, apologies in advance for whatever noises Sadie may make, be it panting, drinking water, chewing on a toy, general... She going through it. Yeah, but you know, she always is. I mean... Um, she just sighed in disagreement. Um, what was... Oh, shout out to my mom for helping me, specifically with the 60s, 70s, 80s decades. Yeah, yeah. Making sure I didn't forget anyone. I needed no help with the 80s, but I do have to dedicate this entire episode to my parents and also my Aunt Deborah for coming in clutch when I couldn't think of any more celebrities at all. (laughs) I was on the couch, and I was like, okay, because to me, there's only one actor in the 40s that matters. Yeah. And... (laughs) You know, and to be honest, his career spans forever. Right. And I couldn't think of any more. And, like, every time I closed my eyes to think of celebrities, all the, that popped in was John Ritter. <laughs> he was everywhere. Um. So, yeah. So, I texted my Aunt Deborah, and I was like, help me. And she did. So, this one's for you. <laughs> that being said, before we get started, we're ranking purely based on attractiveness. Because we are... Thirsty. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going to say shallow. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we're not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is more or less our top five sexiest celebrity men of the decade. Our top five celebrities attractiveness notwithstanding is another episode entirely and will be covered soon. So if you're shocked that we left off someone and you're thinking to yourself, wow, how could they do that? I can't believe it. That man is a national treasure. And one of the greatest gifts to American cinema or music or what have you. Well, chances are you're a thousand percent right, but we don't find him attractive, and therefore he's on an upcoming list, but not this one. <laughs> so starting in the 40s, I'll go first, okay. since you went first on books. Yes. I have Robert Mitchum. So you're looking at me like you don't know who that I, is. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know him. Um, Google him. He's, he's great. And I just, I don't know, there's just something about him. Maybe it's like the film noir of it all, or his approachable but dashing good looks. Weirdly, I also think it might just be the shape of his head. (laughs) So He does have a cute head. Yeah. The reason that I probably don't know him is because of the film noir of it all. I love the film noir, yeah. Okay, so am I going to do my whole 40s? You do your whole 40s, yeah, and then, because I'm sure we'll have some overlap. Yeah. Okay, so next I have John Wayne. Um, if you don't know who John Wayne is, I, you're listening to the wrong podcast. You need to go somewhere else. Um, I know, like, he, I think people think of him more of, like, in the 50s. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I found that picture of him from 1930 that I sent you. Yeah. Game changer. Yeah. who knew? So, yeah. Woo. Woo, child. <laughs> like, we knew that he was, like, awesome. Yes. But, like... It's just, listen, we love a cowboy. Yeah. And he is the cowboy. For sure. Okay, so for my, well, these are not really in order, but 
next to the number three, I have Clark Gable. Uh-huh. I know you love Clark Gable. I Where do. is is the picture in your room? Oh, he's on my list. And, friends, I need you to know that he is pictured in my house at least three times. I love that. Yeah. He's right there. He, yep. He's, he's on a poster behind us. He's in my house a lot. So, Clark Gable's just the king of Hollywood. Yeah. So... So classy, so debonair. Mm-hmm. His line delivery in Gone with the Wind is chef's kiss perfection. Yeah. Dreamy. He's masculine, but mm-hmm. like also beautiful. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know. Charming. He's so romantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So obvious addition to the list. Yes. Then, um, oh. I'm sorry. Do you have things? Go ahead. I was going to say, do you want me, if you bring him up, to just also, if there's overlap, I could just also throw my stuff in? Or do you, you want me to save it? That's up to you. How how you know, does your spirit pick. lead you? Okay, type nine. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, why don't you save it so that you okay. can like have your time? Okay, okay. But like, also, I feel like I'm lacking in a lot of my notes because I just all I, all I could think of was John Ritter. So, yeah. okay. if you think there's something that I need to add, you stop me because no, 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 no. I need you to do that. Okay. Okay. So I also have Gary Cooper. Same. I love him. Me too. Y'all remember last week when I talked about my deep devotion to A Farewell to Arms? Mm-hmm. How could I put that on the list and then not put Gary Cooper? Right, right. Uh, I literally started my notes with, oh, Coop. I love anyone who can play the tortured hero in a Hemingway story, and he did too. Mm-hmm. So strong, so silent, rugged, just a great on-screen hero, and a very, very, very handsome man. Very. And then, rounding out my list for the 40s, and I could have put him on the 40s, the 50s, the 60s, the 30s, if we had chosen to do that. I love this man so much, is Cary Grant. Mm-hmm. I, I love him. I put, because, you know, I made a list of, like, what they're famous for. Right. And next to his name, I have the Philadelphia story, His Girl Friday, Arsenic and Old Lace, mm-hmm. People Will Talk, Also My Dreams. Because I love <laughs> Cary Grant. Where do I even begin? This is who Taylor Swift was talking about when she said he's so tall and handsome as hell. Yeah. Like, it's that is who I think of. Um, Cary Grant is the end-all, be-all, sexy and romantic to me. I love him in every single thing he's in. He's beautiful and charismatic and debonair and the total embodiment of old Hollywood glamour. Even the way he moved his body. Yes. Was hot. Mm-hmm. I know he had a slew of personal problems, including a belief that LSD was a cure-all, but, like, I don't care. Nope. <laughs> He's perfect in every possible human way. I would confidently say, without a shadow of a doubt, Cary Grant is the sexiest man of all time. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And that's just the truth. <laughs> but I'm going to stop myself from turning this into a five-hour-long podcast about <laughs> Cary Grant. Okay, great. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Tell us about the 40s. Okay, so, also on my list is Cary Grant. I mean, really, is there anyone more stunning than Cary Grant? No. Um, he, I feel like, just really set the standard for, like, rom-com men, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Bringing Up Baby, His Girl Friday, Philadelphia Story. Um, some of my personal favorites, The Bishop's Wife, which is a, yes. a Christmas movie where he plays an angel, and, like, I would be so sad that he had to go back to heaven. He played himself. Yes, yes, He basically. played an angel because um, he is Also, an angel. freaking uh, an affair to remember. Yes. <laughs> There's a reason that they cry constantly about it in the movie Sleepless in Seattle, because it is... There's, like, there was 
three straight Christmases and birthdays where I just kept getting, like, box set Cary Grant collections. Yeah. And they all have different movies on them, but, like, that's how... That's how illustrious of a career he had. Oh, yeah. And also how important he is to me. Yes. Um, okay, so I also have Jimmy Stewart, which I understand that this is not, like, someone who's, like, stereotypically hot. But, like, first of all, is there a better actor? Arguably, no. You know? Like, he's so good. And then, also, he won me over, like, romantically, where I was like, oh, like, I can see where he's attractive in the shop around the corner. Oh, yeah. He's so cute in that. Um... Other shout-outs, of course, everyone knows It's a Wonderful Life. Yes. Um, but also, Mr. Smith Goes to Wa- goes to Washington is incredible mm-hmm. acting work. There's also a Civil War-era movie called Shenandoah, um, where he's, like, older, um, but he's just awesome. Um, and then there's a clip from some TV Christmas special where he's, like, an old man, and he's talking to baby Jesus. Friend. I'm going to have to play it for you later. That. I mean, if you want to cry... I don't. Okay, but I'm But gonna... I might later, so yeah, send yeah. it to me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch it. Um, but yeah. Love him. You know, are you done with Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Okay, because I wanted to interject this at the end of that. Their AFI, maybe, the yeah. American Film is somebody did the top 100 Mantley actors of all time. Yeah. And he was only three. I was going to say, I, I, I remember looking that up when I was getting this ready. Yeah. Number three. Now, two and one. Who were those? Two was Cary Grant. And one was Humphrey Bogart, Bogart which all understandable, right. so yeah. it's fine, but yeah. yeah. Um, that shocked me. I thought he would, I was surprised Yeah, he same. wasn't higher. Same. Um, okay, I also have Burt Lancaster on here. Yes. Um, I mean, he is just like a man. That's like, a he man. Is, yeah, like he is like just so beautiful and manly. Okay, so my f- personal favorites of his are Birdman and Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously, from here to eternity, mm-hmm. with that epic, like, beach rolling around in the waves mm-hmm. kiss scene, which would probably be horrible to experience in real life, but they make, oh, yeah. it, look, they make it look awesome. Um, and also, he melts my heart in Field of Dreams when he's, like, the old man doctor. Yes. Um, I also have Gary Cooper on this list. He snuck up on me. Like, I didn't, I didn't like, expect this one. But um, I was watching the movie Meet John Doe, mm-hmm. and he just, like, was beautiful. Um, also one that's, like, so manly. Um, and the his, like, filmography list mm-hmm. is stupid. Like, yes. it's insane how much he worked. Um, and also he just, like, wrecks you in uh, Pride of the Yankees about Lou Gehrig. Oh, yes, Pride of the Yankees. So good. He also wrecks you in a Farewell to Arms, just uh, for fairness yes, sakes. Yes, um, And then, of course, had to put Clark Gable on here. As I mentioned, he's in my house at least three times. Um, he's charming. He's beautiful. Um, dreamy. Um, there has not been anything of his that I've seen that I did not love. Um, but, of course, he, like, crushes it in terms of, like, the drama in Gone with the Wind, but he also shows himself to be so good at comedy, and it happened one night with Claudette Colbert. Mm-hmm. That's one of the cutest movies I've ever seen. He has an Oscar for that, right? I think. I think so, too. Um, and, like, no one rocks the, like, wife-beater in high-waisted 1930s yes. pants better than him, and I am also obsessed with the fact that those kind of pants are, like, back. Coming back. Yep, and that, like, Shawn Mendes is wearing them. For I'm a second, about though, it. you, I thought you were trying to tell me that, like, nobody makes wife beaters look better. I was like, I didn't know he beat his wife. Also, <laughs> don't say that. No, 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 no. Um, also, just to connect one of your oldest men to what I'm sure somebody who's on your list later, uh-huh. 
Clark Gable was the inspiration for Superman's um, secret identity. He's named after Clark Gable and who somebody can't. Why can I not think of his first name? I don't know. I don't know. It's another actor and I cannot think of it for anything, but... Cool. I'm sure when we're done recording, it'll come back to me, and <laughs> I'll be how like, go. "Yeah, yeah." Okay, so are we moving on to the '50s? Yes. Are we hopping in our DeLorean and going a decade later? Yes. yes. Okay, so for my '50s, I have Gregory Peck. Obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all would probably know him from To Kill a Mockingbird or Roman Holiday. Mm-hmm. In my notes, I literally wrote, "Radiates just wholesome hot dad energy." Yes. <laughs> Obviously, he's a staple. He's an amazing actor. He's just, he's so, he's like approachably cute. Yeah. So, um, and then I have Gene Kelly from Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. I literally wrote, just pretty to look at. Yes. Let's be real. Yes. I have, obviously, Rock Hudson. Yep. I just wrote so pretty, so manly. Mm-hmm. I love Rock Hudson. I love him in, um, is it, what is it? Pillow Talk, right? Uh-huh. And then, what's the one, Bring Me No Flowers? What's it, what's it called? Something with flowers. Yeah. Something Thank like you. that, Bring Me No Flowers. Yeah, something. Send Me No Flowers. Send Me No Flowers. Something about me, flowers. I always think about the the picking the daisies, and I know it's not the same thing. Yeah. Um, And then, even in the 70s, which I know we're not there yet, but I loved him on McMillan and Wife. I just love, I just love Rock Hudson. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I also have James Dean, which, what is this list if James Dean isn't on it? Right, yeah. This man's a whole mood, right? Oh, yeah. A whole mood. His death is one of the biggest pop culture tragedies of all time. Mm -hmm. The energy he radiates, that, like, too cool, carefree, rebel without a cause look. Mm -hmm. And to have such a short career that has spanned so much, Mm -hmm. great. Yep. I love him. I love Rebel Without a Cause. It's one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And then, rounding out the 50s, I have Marlon Brando. Friend, our 50s. Is our list the same? the same? Like, you were going, I was like, if she, I was like okay, sh- surely we will not have every single no, man the same, but great. we do. <laughs> that's Listen, so okay, I... I know Marlon Brando let himself go later in his career, but listen. <laughs> what a man. Right. Just, does this even need an explanation? Look at him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's so hot. He commands attention. One of the first method actors as we know them today. His performance in A Streetcar Named Desire, named what? (laughs) A Streetcar Named Desire is Mm life-changing. I remember watching it for the first time in college because we were also reading the, it's a play, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were reading the play and being like, this is a toxic man. But oh, I yeah. get it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That might be why we have bad taste in men now. Yes. We being the collective whole, not just yeah, the two not of just us. women. Right. Also, I love him in Julius Caesar. Uh-huh. That's my favorite Shakespeare play. But probably because of Marlon Brando. Right. He's ruggedly handsome. And I don't like the term because I think it discourages emotional development in men. But this is a man's man. Uh-huh. For sure. Yes. They do not make them like Marlon. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. Okay, friend. Well, tell me. Tell me everything. Okay. Um, So, Rock Hudson, I mean, he's beautiful. Specifically, have you seen Lover Come Back? A long time ago. With Doris Day? Yeah. He has a beard in this movie. 
Hold up, Googling it. I love him with Doris Day. Yes. The way I love Humphrey Bogart with Ingrid Bergman. The way I love Cary Grant with Catherine Hepburn. Um, There's also this movie that Rock Hudson did with Jane Wyman called Magnificent. I can't speak. It's okay. Magnificent Obsession, which the title is dramatic as all get out, and the movie is dramatic as all get out. Like he accidentally kills her husband. And then she goes blind, and then that he, yeah, like, it is dramatic, but, like, I don't care. He's beautiful and so talented. Also giant with Elizabeth Taylor. And yes, James. and James Dean. Yep. Okay, speaking of James Dean, um, I just wrote in all big letters, stunning. And also, um, like, all the more because it's so tragic. Yes. Um, and then, I mean, he was literally in, like, three films. Uh, yeah, James Dean, East of Eden, yep. Rebel Without a Cause, giant. giant. I love Rebel Without a Cause, but East of Eden is my favorite of the three. Have Do you, you remember it? very, very early in our friendship, I put a John Steinbeck quote on Instagram, and you texted me, and, and you were like, okay, but have you seen East of Eden? Yeah, have you seen it? And I was like, yeah. Okay. I was like, do you... Do you know you, me? You don't know yet. <laughs> you don't know You're me not yet. yet. Yeah, you're not there <laughs> yeah. yet. Um, but yeah, I love that one. Um, he... When you think, like, 1950s style, Mm -hmm. the reason that, what for men, we think about, like, the leather jacket and that hair. The cuffed jeans. Yes, that is because of him. It's And he was in three films. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Right. Right. Um, Everyone knows who James Dean is. Yes. I have a really good um, poster um, of him, and it's, like, three different pictures of him, and Mm -hmm. he's, like, wearing this black t-shirt, and he just looks great. And it's got that quote, dream is a few... Dream as if you'll live, live forever, forever live as if you'll die, die today. Yeah. yeah, I bought that. Drew, my brother Drew, loves that quote. Mm-hmm. I think he loves Rebel Without a Cause. He went through a James Dean phase, yeah. kind of, where he was like, love him. Right. And I went to back when Blockbuster was still a thing, and they sold, I like, that. this wasn't even posters. This was, like, hard, like, on wood, huge. He still has it, I think, in his, like, man cave upstairs in his house. But I bought the poster, and it was, like, the best gift I gave that year. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yes. Um, okay, so then I have Marlon Brando as well. Whew. And it's not like I'm looking at Marlon Brando and The Godfather and being like, oh, yeah. I, but, like, come at me with A Streetcar Named Desire. Yes. On the waterfront and Guys and Dolls. Um, can't say much other than he's just hot as all get out. Just, just look, yes. at, look him up. Just if look you, at him. If, if your only vision of Marlon Brando is The Godfather, then you need to look up young Marlon Brando. Right. Do yourself a favor. Um, okay. Gene Kelly. Guys. He's just the cutest. So cute. It's the dimples. He sings, he acts, he dances. Um, he, I, I've seen so many of his films, but, um, his very first one is called For Me and My Gal mm-hmm. with Judy Garland and it's excellent and precious and she like really fought for him to be in the movie and then their last one together is called Summerstock, and that was when Judy was, like, really going downhill with the drugs. And then now, at this point, Gene is, like, MGM's star, mm-hmm. and they're tired of Judy and all of her problems, and Gene had to fight for Judy. I know, I and love, I love that. that. I really miss the, like, I feel like we kind of did this in the 90s, and we don't do it anymore, but I really miss that, like, these two are, have insane chemistry, yeah. so we're going to put them in, in every everything. movie together. Yeah. The last time we had that, I think, was the 90s with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Yeah. Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan, and Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. Yeah. Yep. Um, Anchors Away is great. Take Me Out to the Ball Game is great. On the Town, 
great. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank Sinatra is with him in Anchors Away and on the Town, and they have great chemistry. Um, of course, An American in Paris and Singing in the Rain are yes, two of his yes, biggest, yes. biggest, biggest ones, and they are excellent and wonderful, and I love them. Okay, Gregory Peck, friends. Mm, I know you love them. This is my favorite. Okay, so he is like a kind gentleman, and like Britt said, like wholesome. Mm-hmm. But also, you see him have these moments of like witty and flirty, and you're like, oh, okay, like yeah, I see you. I get it. Um, so, um, he is so tall. And his speaking voice is one of the most beautiful things that I have ever yes. heard. Um, as far as the 1940s movies, um, The Yearling, where he plays this farmer and a father, and he's so good at it and sweet. Okay, there's also this movie called The Valley of Decision. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's like this beautiful, like rich steel mill family owner, and he falls in love with his maid, who's like a poor Irish girl. And like, there's like a class struggle and all of that, and it's so good. Um, of course, like she mentioned, and I mentioned last week, um, To Kill a Mockingbird, Atticus Finch, perfect perfection. Um, and also, Roman Holiday, there's a poster of that in my room. Yes. Um, he's charming and precious with Audrey Hepburn. Um, do yourself a favor and look up, uh, the Mouth of Truth scene from Roman Holiday. It's the cutest thing you'll Mm. ever see. You know I had not seen the Roman Holiday until after we became friends. It's so good. I love how I called it The Roman Holiday. (laughs) It's excellent. I was going to say that movie. It all just came together. It's <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. No. I don't know why I hadn't seen that. I owned it, but I just hadn't watched it. I can't it. believe that our 50s lists were exactly the same. I can. I can, but like I thought at least one would be different. Right. That's I funny. love that. Okay, okay. 60s friend. We're moving on to the 60s. Okay, I cheated okay. on the 60s. Because somehow this decade, I had like 12 dudes listed. Wow. And you know, we agreed on five. Right. So I had to lump a whole bunch of them into one like little category okay so i'm gonna kick it off and just celebrate men of tv in the 1960s okay you're allowed specifically dick van dyke oh yeah good one the monkeys i know you don't get that but (laughs) i'm gonna talk about it okay van williams from the green hornet okay and then the love of my life russell johnson A.K.A. The Professor from Gilligan's Island. Oh, good one. When I was young and dumb and stupid and, like, just a hot mess, I was, like, I had a weird crush on Gilligan because I was five. (laughs) But, like, as an adult, when I go back and watch the, like, watch Gilligan's Island reruns, I'm like, you know what? If I were Marianne, I would just be knocking holes in every rescue raft and be like, we're going to stay here. We're staying here. With The Professor. Yep. Um, so, Dick Van Dyke's just, like, cute and precious. I love him. He's a national treasure. Literally, I was going to say he's a national treasure. I pray a prayer of protection over him every night. Yes. Yes. And then the monkeys change so much for music and TV. And, like, there's so much about music and TV that is the way it is now because of the monkeys TV Mm -hmm. show. Because of how the monkeys handled the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Dick Van, not Dick Van Who's Dick Van Jones? Am I good? <laughs> no one. We don't know. Davy Jones. Obviously, uh-huh. Davy Jones was like the heartthrob at the time. But, you know, Mike Nesmith was the brains of the operation, and he was very cute in his own right. I particularly love Mickey Dollins. And then Peter Tork was real cute. Like, they were just Do you remember when they different. were on Boy Meets World? Yes, I do. 
All of them except for Mike. Oh. But I love I love that ep- that's one, like my second favorite episode of Boy Meets World ever. Yeah. But yeah, I had the biggest crush on all of them at different times. Even now, like when I watch reruns, I'm like, you know what? I get it. Mm-hmm. I would have done well in the '60s, I think. And they're also still one of my favorite bands to this day. And then Van Williams was the Green Hornet. All I have in my notes is just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. That's all I have written. And then I already explained my deep, deep, profound love for The Professor. Mm. So moving away from TV. Yeah. I have Omar Sharif. Good one. From Lawrence of Arabia and Funny Girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I just wrote beautiful Egyptian. Perfect. Yeah. I love, he kills I, me in Funny Girl. Yes. Ugh. And you know, y'all know how I feel about some Egyptian men. They're mm-hmm. beautiful. Mm-hmm. God spent extra time on them. Okay, I also have Elvis. And if yeah. you don't know who Elvis is, again, this is the wrong <laughs> podcast for you. Isn't this self-explanatory? Uh-huh. Like, that's the king. Yeah. Also, the mark of what a good dye job can do for you. Yes. Because that Amen. blonde wasn't it. Mm-mm. His look's iconic. He's another one who's just, like, too cool, and it radiates in everything he does. Mm-hmm. His artistry is amazing. Like, I just, I love Elvis. Me too. Okay, and then my next two, well, actually, I take it back. The next one I'm about to talk to is not, not talk to. <laughs> He's probably dead. Y'all, I swear. <laughs> I'm not drunk or anything. I'm just having a time. Mm-hmm. I'm flustered about the men. I'm going to get so many text messages later, and they're going to be like, "Do you, you good? are you good? The answer is no. Okay, so the next man I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. is not conventionally, conventionally. <laughs> let's, just, let's just take a break. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying, okay. Okay, so the next man I'm going to talk about is not what I would say is conventionally attractive, but it's the vibe, okay? And the vibe is strong. Okay. And that's Steve McQueen. Okay, yeah. Okay, his face, not super great. No. But the everything about him yeah. is specifically in Bullet and also the Magnificent Seven. Mm-hmm. He's the man. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I have no words. Like, yeah. he has that masculine energy. He's got gruff coolness. Like, mm-hmm. he is... When you think of, like, cool guys, mm-hmm. you you may not know you're thinking of Steve McQueen, but you're thinking of Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. He is the... I think... Didn't they call him the king of cool? Because Something he's like the that. king of cool. He is, yeah. Okay, and then rounding out my list is the gruffly handsome, but also extremely beautiful Paul Newman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you all would know him from Cool Hand Luke, mm-hmm. Butch Cassidy, and the Sundance Ki- Kid... The Sundance Kiss. <laughs> that would be a sweet movie. That's a Hallmark movie, The Sundance Kiss. It's <laughs> set at a film festival. Yes. yes. Okay. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and also as the voice of Doc in um, Cars. Yes. I feel like his performance in Cool Hand Luke sort of defined an entire generation. Boyish good looks on a man's mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Beautiful eyes, fantastic. Again, they don't make them like this anymore. Sure don't. Also, I really like his salad dressing. (laughs) 
So that's my 60s. Mm-hmm. Please take over so I can <laughs> stop talking. Okay. Um, so to start off my 60s list, um, so I was obsessed with the show Leave it to Beaver. Mm-hmm. Um, which started in the 50s, but the, fir- the final few seasons are in the 60s, so that's why I'm putting it here. And Wally Cleaver, as a teenager, him as a teenager, me as an eight-year-old, mm-hmm. just thought that he was the dreamiest thing that I had ever seen. Looking back, I'm, it's like a little questionable, but his hair was beautiful, he looked tan, he had some kind of like buck teeth going on, <laughs> but you could tell his eyes were like so blue and Is green. he still alive? Tony Dow, I think so. I hope so. Keep talking. Don't devastate me if he (laughs) is not. Just mid-podcast. He's so sweet. Um, Shout out to Ward Cleaver also. um, (laughs) Because he was wonderful. Um, And I'm sure when I'm like 45, I'll be like, yeah, I would date Ward Cleaver. You know, I named a stuffed animal. Um, his name was Hugh Beaumont mm-hmm. in real life. The Which, guy what a working. name. He was a Methodist minister before he became an actor. Side note. Um, anyway, I named a stuffed animal dog Beaumont after him. Wally was a great brother. He was a great foil to Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, he also, you're looking at me and smiling. Are you, are you about to tell me he's dead? No, he's alive. Oh, good. I'm just looking at his picture. He's <laughs> okay. a cutie. Isn't he cute? Okay. Um, and also, like, Wally always had a date, so, like, clearly he was well-liked. Um... Okay, next. Warren Beatty. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, okay. So, like, he's, like, classically handsome, mm-hmm. but he's got, like, just enough of, like, a face that you're like, oh, he could wreck me. Yes. Um. He's a little dangerous, as yes. you can tell. Yes. Um, so, Splendor in the Grass with Natalie, okay, why did my brain just... Natalie Wood? Thank you. But my brain was going to say Woods, and that's no, just the one Wood. I was combining Elle Woods and Natalie Wood. It's okay. Not the same. Um, Splendor in the Grass, and then also Bonnie and Clyde. Um, TBT to that time that he and Faye Dunaway had to um, read the Oscars, and, and it was they said La La Land, but actually it was... Oh, that yeah. Was wrong. That's not their fault. It was not their fault. But I just remember thinking, oh, no, why did they do this to Warren? He didn't deserve this. You know what just blows me away about Warren? What? All of that playboy nature yeah. just to end up with, what's her name? I can see her face. Who do you end up with? In real life. He's been married to her for forever. An- Annette. Um, Benning? Is it? Yeah. Annette Benning. Is that right? It is. Huh. Interesting. Like, and I mean, Annette's great. Yeah. But, but that's not no, who you. Yeah. I do love her in The American President with Michael Douglas. You just love Michael Douglas. I do, I do, especially when he's the president. I also think You're So Vain by Carly Simon is about Warren Beatty. I know she's come out and said it's actually about some producer that nobody cares about. I don't believe her. Nope. Okay, next, Paul Newman. Yes. So, like, as you mentioned, beautiful. Um, Cat on a Hot Tin Roof, Butch Mm -hmm. Cassidy and Sundance Kid, Cool Mm -hmm. Hand Luke. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's like a boat in Italy photo shoot that he did. Yes. And I don't know what he was doing, but it was great. Um, also, thank you for feeding us so much great food, Paul. Yeah, all the good food. Newman's own. I love it. Okay, next. Good pasta sauce, too. Yes. Um, Clint Eastwood. Um, so, like, sometimes I forget how hot he was. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, in his rawhide days, where he's Mm -hmm. just so young, he's so cute, and then in, um... I wrote Paint Your Freaking Wagon. That is not the name of the movie. It's just just called Paint Your Wagon. (laughs) Um, he is beautiful in that. Um, if you have not watched Bridges of Madison County with 
Clint Eastwood and Meryl Streep, do yourself a favor. I was like, oh, he's like old in this. Don't don't, care. don't matter. Does not matter. Um, he is like beautiful, but like also rough and like mm-hmm. I don't he, know how to say badass without saying badass. Well, you just have to say badass. Okay, then. great. <laughs> I think Clint Eastwood has that kind of same energy that Steve McQueen has. Yes. Where like Clint Eastwood to me is a little more conventionally conventionally yes. handsome. Mm-hmm. But he also is just more sexy than he is beautiful. Right. Uh, also, shout out to his son Scott, who's going to get lots of attention from oh, us in our Nicholas Sparks episode. <laughs> okay. Um, last, Elvis. Um, yes. Elvis is also pictured in my house. Um, like, if you know me, especially high school and college friends, you know that I love Elvis. Um, I love his movies. They're not great cinematic masterpieces, but they're cute and they're fun. Um, favorites include Jailhouse Rock and Girl Happy and Viva Las Vegas. I love his music, all of it, um, especially his gospel stuff. Um, it is my dream to go to Graceland, and I would like to formally thank my parents for loving him, specifically my mom, and passing that along to me. Uh, he's so cute. Yeah. His crooked old grin. The fact that he is known just by his first name yeah. says, says, says enough. Um, and then anyone, like, sounding like him or moving around the way he did would have looked like an idiot if you were not him. Like, right. he's the only one who could have done what he did. Right. You know? Um, just so much talent and charisma. Yeah, that's another tragedy. Ugh. Friend, let's do an episode where we just talk about all of the pop culture tragedies. We will. And you can cry and again. Gonna, I'll just and I'll, I'll cry. cry. yes. <laughs> okay, 70s. All right. So the 70s is where I, like... I watched a lot of TV Land growing up, mm-hmm. and a lot of, at the time that I was watching TV Land, a lot of it was, like, shows from the 70s, so I feel like I have, like, more information. Yeah. Because I grew up on it. Right. So, I'm starting with David Cassidy from the Partridge family. Just, he was just so cute. Yep. Such great hair. Such a great voice, like so fun, just mm-hmm. a fun, cute little teen idol. Mm-hmm. Love David Cassidy. May he rest in peace. He died. You didn't know. I Celeste forgot. and I were so sad. Oh no, he had like Alzheimer's or something. Oh, it was devastating. I think he may have also had some kind of cancer. I don't remember, but it was it was recent ish in the last few years. Ugh, that hurts. love him. Love the Partridge Family. Mm-hmm. Um, next I have Randolph Mantooth. Do you know who that is? No. no, your face tells me that you don't. I'll, I'll look him up right now. Do, but like proceed with caution and just keep in mind that 70s hot and now's hot is different. Yeah. yeah. He was like rugged. He was on the show called Emergency, which was about paramedics. So I would just watched him save lives like on the daily on yeah. TV land. And that's probably why I think paramedics are sexy now. He's got beautiful coloring, like the kind of tannish skin with dark hair and pretty eyes. Yeah. Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. I love him. Okay, and then I have Eric Estrada from Chips. Yes. I love him. That's like, he's just a beautiful man. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now he's like taking a lot of roles where he kind of like makes a joke of himself. Yeah. He played Carlos Pena Vega's dad on Big Time Rush, Mm -hmm. which was perfect because, and I think he plays his like uncle or something on... Carlos's um, Hallmark movie and mystery, like his mysteries. Yeah, I just I love him. I I I I love him. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, that's all there that's is it. to it. Okay, and then I have Robert Redford. Yeah. And I literally in my notes I just wrote, I'm gonna let you talk about <laughs> Robert Redford. Okay. Because I know you're about to string us some poetry. <laughs> but just know that I he's devastatingly handsome. Yeah. So I also have him on my list. Yeah. And then rounding out my list for the seventies, I have Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Specifically from Dirty Harry. Mm-hmm. And I know he got his career started in, like, the 50s and 60s, but the 70s is where he, like, takes on his, like, rugged everything mm-hmm, to me. Mm-hmm. I love I love him at all ages, but, like, 70s Clint Eastwood, beautiful yeah. to me. Yeah. So tall. Dangerously tall. handsome. Mm-hmm. That smirk is everything. I would let young Clint Eastwood ruin my life. Just decimate it. <laughs> Steal my credit and everything. It would be worth it. Also, he's a fantastic director, and I'm very excited for his new movie. Yeah, he's great. Like, even at 91, I'm like, you know, Clint, I get it. Uh, (laughs) I'm not here for it. No, you're 90, but I still get it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that's my 70s. Okay. So, um, I cheated a little bit because I couldn't just pick one man from the cast of Happy Days for my 70s. (laughs) So, I just put the cast of Happy Days. So, Uh minus Ralph. Bless his heart. Oh, bless Ralph. Okay, but listen, I thought Fonzie But even Tom Bosley? No, friend. We're talking about the young (laughs) men. (laughs) Okay. I thought Fonzie was like... I I didn't... He was funny to me when I was little, but like none of me would have understood when I was a child why anyone wanted to date him. Henry Winkler was on my list and I I moved him. Yes. So, but now as an adult, like I get it, you know? Yeah, I love him. Um, Honorable mention... Richie, like sometimes I'm like, yeah, but most of the time he's too much of like a caricature. Is that the right word? You yeah. Know, he's supposed to be like the like. He's he's too off shucks. Yes, that is it exactly. Um, but Potsy though. Also, okay, yes, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> like also, I love Chachi and I ship Joni and Chachi hard. Yeah. Scott Bayo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Baby boy comes through. Yes. Okay. Okay, but yeah, Potsy mm-hmm. is like where it's at for me. Um, he has the look I want. He is, like, sweet and lovable and endearing. He's, but then he's, like, surprise, I'm a great singer. Yeah. You know? Um, he's, like, quick to apologize and, like, always there to support his friends, and he is just... I love when he would sing. I know. I feel like if they made, like, a funny, like, little Happy Days movie, which I hope they don't, <laughs> quit making crappy movies out of heartwarming TV shows. Yes, yes. But if they did, I feel like Shawn Mendes would play Potsy. Oh, that's not. my dream. Don't let them make that movie. They'd I make it know. trash. I know. Okay, next I have Chris Christopherson. Yes! <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I forgot about Chris Christopherson. I can't. Oh my god. Okay, so like this didn't happen for me until like college or older. It's a star is born. It's because, yes, okay. it's because I saw um, A Star is Born. And then, of course, I got like read everything and was like, oh, okay, he wrote literally everything mm-hmm. that there he is. He is a fantastic songwriter. Yes. Um, and, like, if I just, like, looked at him, I would be like, oh, he's cute. But then it's just, again, there's just, like, something about him. It's, That's so many of the them. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. Um, okay, so I also had David Cassidy. Yes. Um, love the Partridge family. Um, love the show. Love the music. Shout out to my girl, Shirley Jones. Um, when he said, I think I love you, I was like, I think I love you too. I know like, I love I you. I love I can, him. I can't remember, like, what I did yesterday, but 
pop in like a Partridge Family CD and watch me sing oh, every Oh, absolutely, for sure. Um, he was so cute. He was kind of, to me, like, when I was, like, thinking back on it, I was like, I feel like he was the Zac Efron yeah. of his time. Not like Daddy Zac Efron that we have right now, but like High School Musical 1 Zac. Daddy Efron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. okay. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. I just wasn't expecting you to call Zac Efron Daddy right here in this good Christian household. It's because you remember there was like, all of those um, memes when... Uh, Zach Efron went from, I'll have her home by eight, sir, to yeah. she calls me daddy, too. Yeah, yeah. that. Um, okay, so... Hi, I'm I, mom, by the way. <laughs> I put John Ritter on my list. For okay, me. John Ritter is kind of sexy. He, he just, is. It's because he's so, like, he's so cute and funny, you know? He is. I love Three's Company. Me, too. I love Three's Company. And also, he was the voice of Clifford when we were kids yes. in that show, which I was, like, too old to be watching that show, but it came on. It came on when you got home from school. Right, How so could I you not? It. Um, Don Knotts, who was in Three's Company with him and who is also hilarious, um, as Barney on the Andy Griffith show, um, called John Ritter the greatest physical comedian in the world. And, like, he was correct. I straight up thought you were about to put Mr. Furley on your list of sexiest <laughs> men. No, That's never. why I'm looking at you like that. Never. But he's right. Like, John Ritter. Oh, yeah. John Ritter had a lot of, like, Don Knotts energy yeah, about him. for sure. That was, like, a dream comedy duo for I that love, you know, Three's Company and, I mean, specifically John Ritter's performance, but... The success of Three's Company, I truly believe, is how you ended up getting shows like Friends. Yeah, and for sure. How I Met Your Mother. Like, yep. that That was Big a game changer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Um, I love it. That mm-hmm. was a good list. Is oh, that, wait. Hold, you have one more? We have the... Oh, we have the... 70s man yes. that I have on my list. So, Robert, right. Robert Redford. Um, the I like... I love all those men that I just said. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm here for Robert Redford. Um, first of all, is there anyone more beautiful? No, mm-hmm. there's no, not. Answer there's is not. no. I checked. I don't typically, you know this, I don't typically love the blondes. You don't. However, and he, like, he's the first one on my list so far, I'm pretty sure. Um, however, like, when I love them, I love them so much because they are so hot. Mm-hmm. Like, they, like, to get me to, like, love them, they're so hot. Um, the man can rock some aviators. Mm-hmm. He even can rock his mustache in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Mm-hmm. Come at me, people who hate mustaches. Um, first, loved him and Jeremiah Johnson because it's Western. My dad loves Westerns. And Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, obviously. Shout out to him um, with Jane Fonda and Barefoot in the Park. It's adorable. I love Barefoot in the Park. It's adorable. Um, freaking The Natural. This is That's yes. later. But um, baseball movie. Love a sports movie. Um, okay, also later. In, like, the late 80s, early 90s, can't really remember when. Um, him and Demi Moore and, oh. This isn't an indecent, indecent proposal. proposal. Yeah. What's that mean? Woody Harrelson. Oh, um, basically, in that movie, Robert Redford is, like, this rich old dude who, like, tells Woody Harrelson, like, I'll pay you all this money if you let me sleep with your wife. And it is crazy. If I was Demi Moore, you wouldn't have to pay me money. <laughs> right. I'd be like, bye, right. Woody Harrelson. Yes. Um, Okay. Here we go, ladies. The way we were. And the way I type this is the period, way, period, we, period, were, period. I love that movie. His name is Hubble Gardner in that movie. So first off, that's adorable. Second, it will just wreck you emotionally. Um, but specifically, this is like when I'm most attracted attracted to him. His hair 
in this is just the best and she like touches that's like the signature move she like brushes the his bangs brushes his hair out of his eyes it's the cutest um they're in like one of their first scenes together he like tells her her shoe's untied and then he ties her shoe for her Mm -hmm. which like is like Okay, like, I can tie my own shoe, but, like, it was so nice of him, and he then, like, after he ties it, like, touches, he, like, pets yes, yes, it's so cute. Um, he wears these chunky knit sweaters and that, and it's just the cutest. Um, there's a montage when they move to California, which ends up being awful, but was really great and sweet at first, and he's just adorable. He literally is wearing, like, jeans and walking on the beach. Why you would wear jeans on the beach, I don't know, but he looked great doing it. Um, he has the best smile. And eye crinkles. And he also wears a military uniform in that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. And he is just stunning. Okay. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> okay, so now we're into the 80s. Mm-hmm. And I have just a smorgasbord of myth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, this is where my tastes start getting a little different. <laughs> okay. So, I, and I cheated a lot in the 80s because, like, the 80s is my, like, before I was obsessed with the 40s, I was obsessed with the 80s. Mm-hmm. Like, middle school me was here for the John Hughes of it all. Mm-hmm. So, I had a lot of men to choose from. Mm-hmm. So, I made a tie because I feel like in a lot of ways, these two men mm-hmm. are the same man. Uh-huh. And that is Rob Lowe. Yeah. And... John Stamos. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They, and the reason, the reason I didn't, like, give them their own category is, like, I love them, but I feel like, for me, they were cute in the 80s. Like, John Stamos is so precious as Blackie Parish on General Hospital. Uh-huh. And, like, obviously the first few seasons of Full House. Right. John Stamos does not become John Stamos until he has gray hair in the, like, the 2000s. Yeah. And same for Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe has just swam in that fountain from Tuck Everlasting. Yeah, so he <laughs> looks so good. And I just, career-wise, even, I like him better now than I did in the 80s. But I love St. Elmo's Fire. Yep. I love him in About Last Night. Mm-hmm. I love Rob Lowe. I love him in The Outsiders. Like, I just, I love... Roblo. Mm-hmm. But they're both too pretty to look at and they both get hotter the older they get. Yes, so true. So, had to put them on there, yes. but like, don't have a lot to say about them. <laughs> okay, here's the one where you're gonna be like, ew, friendship deactivated. Oh no. It's Judd Nelson from the Breakfast oh, Club. okay. That's not that. I, the first, like, Bender in the Breakfast Club was the first time I knew I was gonna be attracted to boys with problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved his hair in the Breakfast Club. Like, I loved his overall vibe. I like him more in The Breakfast Club than I do in St. Elmo's Fire. His character's kind of trash in mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the whole time I'm watching The Breakfast Club, I'm like, I do not care about Anthony Michael Hall. I don't care about Emilio Estevez. I care I know so you much do, about Emilio Estevez. But, I don't know. And I feel like the way that James Dean was, like, the look of the 50s. Yes. Like, maybe not Judd Nelson, but just the general... Like, vibe of John Bender was very much the, like, the mood for the 80s. Right. So, obviously, I had to put him on my list. Um, Next, I have... Oh, man. Next, I have Love of My Life, Bruce Springsteen. Uh Uh-huh. 
I love him. <laughs> I love Thunder Road. I love Born to Run. I love everything he's ever written. I love his tight jeans. Yep. I love his New Jersey pride and his poetic look on life. And he's like, you know that thing where it's like a sexy mechanic? Yeah. That's Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, for sure. I love him. Okay. <laughs> Here is the um, the not surprising okay. entry in the 80s. Uh-huh. And it's also a tie. Okay. Because I feel like they're very similar men. Okay. And it's Tom Selleck uh-huh. and Harrison Ford. Okay, okay. So Tom Selleck, obviously, Magnum P.I. And then Harrison Ford, Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Anyone with two eyes connected to a brain should know <laughs> that Tom Selleck is fine. Yeah. he's That is a gorgeous man. Yes. And that is a man that can rock a mustache. Uh-huh. There's only like three men on earth that are allowed to do it. Mm-hmm. One of them has since passed. Rest in peace, Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And then the other two are Tom Selleck and Sam Elliott. Okay. That's it. Yep. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Harrison is mainly, like, that's all due to Han Solo. I love the vibe. Han Solo was, like, the character basis for Flynn Rider, so this all makes sense huh. to me. Um, and Harrison Ford just isn't bad to look at, and I love him in Indiana Jones. Yes. Okay. So, my last entry mm-hmm. is a very acquired taste. Okay. It is... To no surprise of anyone who knows me, but it's River Phoenix. Okay, yes. Uh-huh. I, like anyone who knows me, knew that this was coming. hmm He was so beautiful. Uh-huh. Like, the angles of his face, his eyes, his beautiful hair. <laughs> I could, I might cry. <laughs> and he's so, he was so insanely talented. Yes. Like, what a huge, insurmountable loss for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And now we're stuck with Leonardo DiCaprio. Listen, don't hate I him. know, I know. But, man, I, I just, ugh. I, I love him. Stand By Me, he was 16, so, like, don't, don't watch that one. But, I mean, watch it, but don't watch it for the sake of, like, hotness. Watch, like, Running on Empty... My Own Private Idaho, which I think is technically maybe like 1990, but whatever. Um, Dogfight, like, any any, any, and all of his stuff. Beautiful, beautiful man. Yes. Dogfight. There's a musical. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, friend. We got stuff to do. Okay. Okay. Um, So, my 80s. Yeah, 80s. Um, Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. So cute. Dimples. You're gonna have like all the good obvious choices, yeah. and I'm over here yes. like yes, which is like how books went to. Um, so specifically, Kurt Russell in Overboard, is, yeah, is like the good good Kurt Russell. Um, he's precious, um, and of course I love him and Goldie Hawn. Oh, I love them. So cute. He's probably the only man that can pull off that mullet. You know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Next. Patrick Swayze, rest in peace, gone too soon. Oh, yeah. Um, again, one of those that I probably wouldn't look at and be like, yep, like immediately. But then, like, freaking Dirty Dancing. Um, and then, of course, I also love him in Ghost, and I think he was a good actor. Um, Tom Cruise. Yeah. Specifically referring to 80s Tom Cruise, not yeah. like 2004 jumping off of Oprah's couch Tom Cruise. Um, 
of course, I'm mostly referring to Top Gun Tom Cruise. I was going to ask. I was um, like, you mean Top Gun, yes, right? Yes, because the flight suit, the aviators, He's the motorcycle, the also, beach volleyball. Also great in The Outsiders. Yes. There were a lot of hot men, like, sandwiched into that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, good ones for Tom Cruise. I like Risky Business. Yes. Rain Man is so fun. I love Rain Man. A Few Good Men. Um, of course, everybody knows, like, Mission Impossible, but... Not this girl. I don't really care about that. Except for when Henry Cavill was in Mission Impossible, like, 6 or whatever. Oh, yeah. With his mustache. With his mustache. And he can do that. Just He can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Okay, next. Richard... More on that later. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Richard Gere. So, I loved him from the time I was five and I saw Pretty Woman. Um, Don't, like, call the police. My parents muted and fast-forwarded or I had to leave the room. It's fine. Thanks for fine. I was so <laughs> shook that you were like, I was five and I watched Pretty Woman. Um, so, like, yes, it was glamorizing prostitution, but, like, I would be fine if there was some rich man giving me his credit card to buy whatever I want and tell all the ladies who were mean to me off and, like, take me to the opera, but also let me eat on the floor and watch I Love Lucy. I can't really think of a better life, honestly, except for the prostitute part. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, okay. I, I also loved... Richard Gere in An Officer and a Gentleman. Yes. Primal Fear. Whew, have you seen that? I don't know that I have. Friend. Okay. Okay. Add it to the list. Okay. Um, Runaway Bride. He gives such a sweet speech in Runaway Bride um, where he's like telling her what kind of love she wants. Watch the movie. It's adorable. Um, and he, you know... This is not too much of a spoiler because it's called Runaway Bride, but she runs um, <laughs> at every wedding she's in, um, and it's her wedding. So, um, he, like, chases her, and, like, it just will break your heart. Um, he's precious and wonderful, and I love Richard Gere. Um, okay, last but certainly not least, Tom Selleck. Um, like you said, just a beautiful man. Um, he's done so many westerns with especially he's done some with Sam Elliott. Yes. My personal favorite is called The Sackets, which is technically a miniseries, and it's got Sam Elliott in it and some other really beautiful man who plays the youngest brother. can't remember his name in real life. Um, but it's excellent. Um, Three Men and a Baby. Yes. Just, it's the best. Um, like, what a trio of men to do that, and, like, what a great choice to be the hot one, you know? Right, because then there's also, you have to be Steve Gutenberg. Right. The funny one. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then, not to mention him being Richard on Friends. Yeah, who we love him. Who didn't love that? That is true. Okay. Are we moving into the 90s? 90s. Okay, so the 90s. Mm-hmm. I have just most precious human being, Freddie Prince Jr. Yes. Love him and she's all that. I know what you did last summer, the Scooby-Doo movies. Mm-hmm. He's just a precious, hot, popular kid. Yep. A lot of people hate his acting, but I find him absolutely charming in every role. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and watch She's All That, his performance is very honest. Mm-hmm. You know, very real, very relatable. He's a hero you can feel good rooting for, both in his movies and also in real life. Yeah. I'm just a very big fan. Yeah, he's great. And, like, I think he and Sarah Michelle Gellar just had, like, their 20th wedding anniversary. And, like, good for y'all. It's the cutest. I'm rooting for y'all. They're gonna make it. They are. Okay. So, 
now. Mm-hmm. We have the first ever love of my life, George Strait. Oh, George. Famous for inventing country music. <laughs> Not for real, but for me. Yeah. This was my first concert, and he was my first love. I watched my Pure Country VHS so many times that it broke. Yes, girl. I think this was the man Hallmark looked at when they, like, made the prototype for, like, super hot, humble cowboy with a heart of gold. Yes. He's an absolute stud. Mm-hmm. I love George. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the rest of my list is, like, just as random as it gets. Okay. So, we have Gary Sinise. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, 90s Gary Sinise. Yeah. Of Mice and Men, Gary Sinise. hmm Yes, please. Mm-hmm. I love his voice. I think he has the sexiest voice. Um, and I just, there's just something like ruggedly handsome mm-hmm. about him. Mm-hmm. He's most famous as Lieutenant Dan, I, I obviously. Say, you can't not think of I can't not mention Lieutenant yeah. Dan, but like there's a specific like picture of him from I think the set of, of, of Mice and Men. And he's wearing like this red shirt and he's just, he's just so handsome. And then next I have Matthew Perry. Chandler from Friends. Precious. Every time I watch Friends now, I'm either texting you or Caroline, and mm-hmm. I'm like, where's my Chandler being? Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I particularly love him in Fool's Rush In. That's leaving Netflix on September 30th, so everybody we go have, watch it. Yeah. I love that movie. I have it on DVD, but okay. I mean, like, I'm still going to watch it yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's as, like, weird or totally understandable of me. Uh-huh. I just love Chandler Bing. Yeah. Matthew was like spicy and snarky and just cute in a wholesome way. Yeah. And so smart and Mm. so funny. Like, I just love, I just love him. Yeah. And then like, for me, my Uncle Jason's about to like, as soon as he hears this, he's going to text me. He's going to be like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Because he and I have this like long standing like argument about this. Yeah. To me, the sexiest man from the 90s is Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) I, so obviously Jurassic Park, he has the best, like when you think of the iconic lines from Jurassic Park, he's either the only, like he said them or he like set them up. Right. I also, I love him in the 80s, like I love him in The Big Chill, he's, that's one of my favorite all time movies, Mm -hmm. but like Jeff Goldblum owned the 90s for me. His performance in Jurassic Park is one of my all time favorite performances by anyone ever. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I could absolutely just, I can't talk enough about him in Independence Day. Mm-hmm. Him in that flight suit, like watching him walk across that desert in that flight suit had me wanting to act up. Uh-huh. Especially recently when I've rewatched it. I just think there's something so like delightfully weird about him and that makes me love him even more. Right. Like he's just so like, I don't know. He's just so, it's like a comfort to know that Jeff Goldblum's out there and he's probably doing something weird right now. <laughs> like, well, he's like real life Willy Wonka, but Willy Wonka scares me, so right. like... Not the scary part. Yeah. That's my 90s. Love it. Okay, so, my 90s. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-mm. I know, friend. <laughs> but like, who doesn't love him I do besides, love him in Titanic. Like I was gonna say, besides Brett, who does not love him? Titanic was everything to me. And I saw it when I was in first grade when it came out. What is it? You were they, watching a lot of movies you should not have been. It's because I was an only child, and I didn't want to go to sit in my room by myself. 
And so my parents would watch what they wanted, and I would have to leave the room at times, or they would fast forward it, or they would. Your mute mom it, saw them go in like down towards that car in the bottom of the boat, and she was like, "Amanda, go to your room." Yes, okay. yes, okay. or like cover your eyes or whatever. So that's yeah, okay. fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then I revisited it in, gosh, probably like middle school or like early high school, and I was obsessed. Um, he's just cute and charming and sweet as anything in that movie. Um, and then in ev- no movie of his am I like attracted to him in the way that I am in, in Titanic, but in every other movie he's in, I'm like, he's dumb talented. Oh, yeah. catch me if you can. So yeah. good with Tom Hanks. He was great as Jay Gatsby. Oh yes. River Phoenix mm-hmm. would have been better, mm-hmm. but like there's not a, an actor alive that I think could have done a better job. Gosh, I forgot to say something about Robert Redford in the I will say it right now seven, since we're talking that, about Gatsby. That's that's it. That's the tweet. Like Robert I prefer Redford Robert Redford's yeah. Gatsby, but like there's not an actor alive right working now. to get yeah. together now working together Mm-mm. working nope. today now. Yeah. That could have done a better job than Leah. Okay, so my next one is um the entirety of the Backstreet Boys. Um I'm cheating and putting all of the Backstreet Boys on there as one entry. Um, at the time in the 90s, for me, it was Nick and Brian. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that different for you now? Just in that, like, I can see the appeal of the others. When I was little, it was like, ugh, AJ and Hallie, like, who cares? Kevin, I was like, okay. I was about to say, I've always understood the appeal of Kevin. Right. But as I've gotten older, I just appreciate all of them. Um, I went to their concert in September of 2019, and, um, it was so fun and so good. Um, one time when I was little, there was going to be some, like, show about them and, like, their concert, or maybe it was, like, a, like, taped version of their concert was going to be on TV, mm-hmm. and my parents were like, let's go out on the river and, like, ride the boat, and I was a little brat and, like, threw a fit because I had to be back in time to watch the Backstreet Boys concert because, yeah. you know. I will say when they came different. back in, like, 2005, uh-huh. I loved that. Same. Like, their music then was really good. I love them. Um, okay, I also on here have um, Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Who... Um, the wedding date. Yep, the wedding date. Um, mm-hmm. My best friend's wedding, um, which is, like, my all-time favorite rom-com, despite the fact that it has a disappointing ending. Um, and I'm fine with it. <laughs> um, he is just, like, everything in that. He has this crooked grin, and he has this scar on his lip. And he has great hair, and he is just so cute. Um, as she mentioned, the wedding date. Also, he is in Friends, and I love him. And he's also in New Girl, and he's kind of weird in that. But I love no, him I anyway. love him in New Girl. I love him anyway. I feel about him in New Girl that the way Nick feels about him in New Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, okay, next I have Kevin Costner. Yes. Um, I love him so, so much. If you recall our first episode, I affectionately refer to him as K-Cos. <laughs> um, he is in Truly Everything. Um, including he voiced uh, that dog in the Art of Racing in the Art Rain, the Rain. That destroyed us. Yes, we cried for the whole time. My personal favorites of his, though, are um, Dances with Wolves and Field of Dreams. Love him. Um, okay, Brad Pitt. Obvious. Obviously. Um, like, he's up there for, like, the majority of humans. Um, favorites include <laughs> his appearance on Friends. Yes. Um, where, what does Phoebe keep saying? Come on, Will, take off your shirt and it's tell us. us. Yes. <laughs> um, Thelma and Louise. Yes. Legends of the Fall. 
Um, A River Runs Through It is probably where I think that he is just the cutest, and also that's a movie that was directed by Robert Redford, which makes me love it even yeah. more. Um, there's this weird movie called Meet Joe Black with him and Anthony Hopkins. It's not weird, weird to me. <laughs> I love that movie. It's good. It's good. Um, Troy, as I mentioned yep. last week with books, and I love um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith with him and Angelina Jolie, even though I'm, I know that, that, <laughs> that that is like what ruined America's sweetheart couple, but I like him in that movie. And then, um, Benjamin Button. I enjoyed that one. Oh, he one. looks great in yeah. Benjamin Button. And I enjoyed that one as well. Okay. I love how you had, like, all of the good ones, and I was like, and another weirdo <laughs> I liked in the 90s. That's okay. Okay. So, now we're into the 2000s, and I just have to say right now that this, I know I've been saying, like, oh, my list is a little weird here, because blah, 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 blah. This is where my list gets awkward. Okay? <laughs> because I was eight. When this decade started, and I was 18 when it ended. Yeah. Which means I remember all of it. Mm -hmm. And it also means all of that was in a time I was aware of men and, like, why we like them. Mm -hmm. And so that means this is where this list gets a little more niche. Mm -hmm. Because instead of this being a sensible adult looking back on men from an era that I didn't grow up in. Right. Because, I mean, I grew up in the 90s, but I was, like, five. Right. But... Anyway, instead of me being, like, an adult looking back and being like, wow, what a classy hottie. Uh-huh. This is me remembering who I was into, like, who I was into during mm-hmm. this time. Like, this is when we were old enough to be like, ah, oh, yes, a spicy man. But, like, guess what? It was the blue doodle bop. <laughs> like, so I added men I was into at the time on this list. Okay. And some of it still holds up. Some of these men I'm still into. Okay. And some of these men, everyone we're listening to is going to be like, yeah, I get it. Right. And there are some where everybody's going to be like, nope. oh, no, I don't get it. <laughs> so, some of it's going to be a little eyebrow raising. Okay. But I stand by it, though. I just need people to understand what's happening here. Mm-hmm. All that to say, my list starts with Joe Jonas. It's all right. I... I loved him. No, listen. <laughs> I more than loved him. I I believed mm-hmm. that he and I were going to get married. <laughs> I truly believed. And a large part of me, despite loving his current relationship with his wife mm-hmm. and, like, knowing he has a child, like, part of me is still like, okay, but when you get tired of her, Joe, you just right. show up on my doorstep. I would watch interview like, I love the Jonas Brothers, mm-hmm. so I would watch interviews of them on YouTube. After school, I owned all of their music, and, like, Joe was the funny one, and I have always believed he was the better singer than Nick, mm-hmm. like, for me, mm-hmm. and I know he's the better showman. Like, he's yeah. very, he's way more charismatic. He's a better front man. Mm-hmm. I loved him. I loved him. I loved him. I loved him. And I still love him. Mm-hmm. I love him. Mm-hmm. That's a Lana Del Rey reference for anyone who's, like... Laura Beth will know what that's from. Everybody else is going to be like, okay, we get, we get it. it. <laughs> uh, and then my cousin Molly for my birthday one year drew me a picture of me meeting the Jonas Brothers, and Aww, I still have it. That's sweet. It's still one of my favorite gifts I've ever gotten, and Aww. I'm going to post it in the Instagram sweet. after this episode airs. But yeah, so Joe started, like, that was like 2006 to 2010 mm-hmm. for me. Um but next, I have one that might be a little bit more understandable. Okay. It's Ben Affleck. Yeah, girl. This, I think, may be unexpected for me 
It may be a little controversial for me. I know Ben's had his problems. We don't care. But I just, I think he's so handsome. Mm-hmm. I think despite doing amazing work, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Mm-hmm. He gets a lot of hate for a lot of not great reasons. Mm-hmm. I swooned over that man in Pearl Harbor. Yep. Which I think our Pearl Harbor opinions speak volumes to who you and I are as yep. individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, and also as friends. And, oh, also we should do an episode devoted to Pearl Harbor. Okay. That's literally I'm in about the note. to I'm about to do a mini episode. Okay, good, 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 good. But yeah, I love that man and I will defend him with my every breath. He <laughs> said I watched an interview with him like literally last week mm-hmm. where he was talking about like his most iconic roles and I think he was talking about Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how, like, so many people hated it and, like, how he was so proud of it. I love him in that, just so we're clear. Same. And he said something like, you know, you know, sometimes you lose and sometimes you win and sometimes you win and they tell you you lost. Mm. And I was like, okay. That's good, Ben. That spoke to me, like, in life, not just in your movie. Like, So, I don't know. I think he deserves more credit and he's hot, hot, hot. Yep. That's the end. Yep. Um, okay, so here's one I know you'll agree with. Okay. And I feel like I technically snuck him in because he didn't get super, like, hot or big till after 2010. Mm-hmm. But my love for him started roughly 2005. Okay. It's Zachary Levi. Yes. Um, every once in a while, there's this, like, really special thing where you see an adorable nerd turn into a hottie right before your eyes. And in the late 2000s, I got to see that happen with Zachary Levi. Mm-hmm. I love him. I love that he's a nerd, like in real life, too. I love that he loves Jesus. Yep. I love his puppy dog brown eyes and his cute nose and the general everything about him. Mm-hmm. He's just a sweet, wholesome, very, very, very attractive man. He was a big deal to me when I was in high school and Chuck was airing. And then in 2010, he voiced Flynn Rider. And now I can't wait till Christmas so I can go see him in the Kurt, the Kurt Warner story. Yeah, so excited. I love him. Okay, here's the list, or, like, the part of the list where I kept telling you, like, I added one, and you're going to be mad you didn't think of it, because I really don't think this man's on your list. Okay. But, it's, just picture it, okay? Okay. It's 2006. Yeah. The greatest on-screen kiss of our generation debuts. Okay. I watch Catch and Release every night for, like, five years. Yeah. (laughs) Timothy Oliphant owns me. Yes, yes. So good. I loved him in Scream 2, even though he was a psycho. <laughs> I adore him in Catch and Release because it was such a different role for him. Like, he he did, like, action. He's so good at like, it too. Yeah. Oh, he's great. He's never been bad. No. Like, even when he's, like, in The Girl Next Door and he's playing just a jerk, mm-hmm. he's, like, such a good jerk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, and then he was in Die Hard. He played the villain in a Die Hard movie, and I was like... Why is it like that was not a good Die Hard movie, but like that was a good Die Hard villain. Um, yeah, he was freaking excellent, and then he rounded out the decade in a perfect getaway, which I really want you to watch. Okay, because you'll love him in that too. I do, love and that. that's one of my favorite suspense slash thrillers of all time. And he just continues to age like a fine, fine wine. Mm-hmm. Like, watch him in Justified. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. He was in something recently we watched. He's in Mother's Day. He plays Jennifer Aniston's husband. We haven't watched we have, it yet, you but told we're me going that I need to. to. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I love Timothy Olyphant. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a like a niche man, but he is. I'm here for but it. He's beautiful. And then, 
rounding out my 2000s, this is my weird one that everybody's going to be like, oh, sign her up for therapy. Okay. It's Jared Leto. Okay. Like. I knew it was coming. I was so angsty in the 2000s. This was like when I was in middle school. Mm -hmm. And I liked guys who wore eyeliner and were very pretty. And they sang angsty songs that had music videos that paid homage to The Shining. (laughs) And by that, I mean I was in love with Jared Leto. Right. And I'm still in love with Jared Leto. (laughs) He exudes a certain energy that I find enticing. I Mm -hmm. love his voice. I think he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. I remember crying when he won his Oscar because I was like, that is deserved. Yeah. Because, you know, usually, like, you can tell who's going to win the Oscar and you're like, I mean, I don't think so, but, like, it's a no-brainer. Right, right. That year, I don't remember who, I think I thought, I think I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was going to win that Oscar. Was it for a wolf? It was it the Wolf of Wall Street yeah. year? Yeah. And I, that was the year I truly did not want him to win because if he was going to win for anything, I wanted him to win for Gatsby. Right. And that's not what he was nominated for. Right, right. I think I actually thought Jonah Hill was going to beat Jared mm. because of Wolf of Wall yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah. And when Jared won that Oscar, I, I cried. Yeah. I was like, you was and that your... Was he in Dallas Buyers Club? Was yeah. That same? What a year. What a year, for sure. Um, but anyway, he's just very talented, even more beautiful. Love him. That's, that's, that's it. it. That's the tweet. <laughs> okay, are we ready for my yeah, 2000? Go, friend. Go, go prove to everyone how you're normal and I'm a psycho. <laughs> okay, so my first one that I have on here is uh, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, um, that tracks. This didn't hit for me until later when I watched Pearl Harbor. I didn't see it when I was younger. Um, but, yeah, um, me and my sister refer to him as Josh Hotness. Um <laughs> And, um, I haven't seen a whole lot of his other stuff because he does some weird stuff. Um, yeah. but I love him so much in Pearl Harbor that he's on this list. Question. Yeah. Would you watch Halloween H2O for him? Or is that, could you not stomach it? Probably not. Here's the other things that I've seen him in is that movie with, uh, what is his name? Michelle Huseman. Um. Oh yeah, that one. But, uh, that's just about it. There's, there's other stuff that I just can't think of. What's, it's, it's like 30 Did days you see and 40 30, days. Yeah, 40, 40 days, days and 40 nights. Yes. Um, and then other than that, he does like some weird. He does do a lot of weird things. Penny dreadful or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I love him so much in Pearl, Pearl Harbor that he's on this list. Um, also in Pearl Harbor, I love Ben Affleck. Um, he is, um, just the cutest yeah like beautiful um a train wreck in real life in real life yeah but you know i think he's getting it together i do too i do too i have hope um he's just not that into you he's adorable i love him that's a good man Uh uh-huh in that movie yes um jersey girl have you seen that yeah but my brain immediately conjured Geely or whatever it's called. No, so no, I was no, like, no. don't mention that here. No, no. And Jersey Girl is Gen- Jennifer Lopez is in that one with him as well. Um, but it's mostly him and a little girl. And what is mm-hmm. uh, Liv Tyler? Yeah. Um, Argo. Have you seen Argo? Oh, I love Argo and also The Town are both. He he directed so both. good, so good. And then I also do love him in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And I am here for it with him and J Lo being back together. I love Jennifer Garner. But I am just, I think it's just the nostalgia. I'm warming up to it. I'm fine with it if Ben's happy, but 
like Jennifer Gardner and Ben Affleck were one of my favorite celebrity couples of all time. I know, friend. They were so cute. I really thought they'd work it out. I took to my bed for days when they got divorced. I know, I know. Oh, it was bad. Okay, Matthew McConaughey. Yes. Also known as Matthew McHellahot. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the king of the rom-com in the 2000s with How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Um, the Wedding Planner. Those mm-hmm. two are my favorites. Um, Ghost of Girlfriend's Path, as I mentioned last week. There's others like Fool's Gold and Failure to Launch um, that are so good. Um, he, But he also has proven his acting chops beyond just like the rom-com in recent years, especially Dallas Buyers Club. Club. Um, and also True Detective. Yes, yes. Um, okay, Jude Law... Yes. I know that he's not looking great now, but like in 2003, he, it's not, I'm Googling it because I don't believe you. It's, it's not the best. Um, in 2003 and in like 2006, that time for Jude Law was incredible. So 2003, he was in Cold Mountain. Um, even though he's looking rough and like about to die in the Civil War, he is somehow still beautiful in Cold Mountain. Um, and he says, when he says to Nicole Kidman, he's like, I marry you, I marry you, I marry you. Like, Oh, it's the best. Have you seen Cold Mountain? I actually have not. Oh, friend. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Add it to the yeah, list. Yes. Okay, I can't say enough. He could play Captain Hook in the live-action Peter Pan, apparently, according to that article that I looked but up. But do you see what I'm saying about how he... I mean, he does look a little rough, yeah. but, like, he still looks better than, than most. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. It's just, you know... It's just not the holiday. Right. Okay, so that's where I'm headed next. Um... <laughs> So, him and the holiday, um, he, he and Cameron Diaz have great chemistry. Um, he is precious with those little girls, and he is just the most charming, wonderful, best in the holiday. And yeah. he cries, and it's adorable, and he has wears his glasses, and that's adorable. And it's just, all everything about it is good. We're going to watch Cold Mountain so soon. Okay. Okay. I remember, like, the trailer for it. There was something, there was, like, a girl laying in bed, and then water comes, I think it's Cold Mountain. There's, like, water that comes up, and I was like, somebody left their tub on. Huh. I, I'll have to look at it. <laughs> you know, like, my childhood memory probably, right. like, made different. it different. We um had to read that in school, and, uh, did we? Or was it, like, a, it was, like, a, you could read it. They couldn't make us read it because it was, like, salacious. So, <laughs> but it was like, hey, you should read Cold Mountain, and then you can get yeah. bonus points or something. They couldn't you know? make you read it, but you were like, please, I've been watching Pretty Woman yes. since I was birthed, so <laughs> no, I no. can handle it. <laughs> okay, um, now i got to do a shout-out, finally, to round out my 2000s to my CW, which was the WB probably for the majority of the 2000s, to my CW booze, um, specifically Tom Welling from Smallville. I was obsessed, um, especially seasons three and four. Of Smallville, Tom Welling. He, I had the biggest crush on him from like eighth grade to forever grade. Um, <laughs> so cute. Um, and then I also loved Jerry Padalecki as Dean on Gilmore Girls. I know it was just me and like no one else who yeah, loved him. Yeah, nobody else. Likes I know me. it's fine. But honestly, he's still looking great. Um, bless him, still on the CW <laughs> forever with Supernatural. <laughs> he has not left he the lot. Literally, since has he not. started there. Um, Supernatural, haven't watched it because scary. Um, and now he's on Walker, and I do watch that, and he looks fantastic still. Speaking of Supernatural, Jensen Ackles. Yes. Um, I can't watch that, but he was on season four of Smallville, and he was adorable, and he's beautiful. Yeah, he's and we love him. Very beautiful. Yeah. Okay, that's it. That's all of them. Yes, 2010. Okay. So, I 
this is another one. Like, this is, this is an interesting little list. Mm-hmm. So, I'm kicking off the 2010s with Lucas Till. Good one. I skipped my junior prom to go see <laughs> Lucas Till be the hot cowboy in the Hannah Montana movie. Yep. And since then, he's been in MacGyver, which recently got canceled. But I, he was so great. So handsome, so just everything. Mm-hmm. He's a beautiful blonde. He's got beautiful eyes. He's got a deep Rick Ross voice that I love. Mm-hmm. So I hope he continues to work. I don't know if he's coming, like, has anything coming up, but I hope so. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I have Dylan O'Brien from Teen Wolf and The Maze Runner. Mm-hmm. Dylan is just like the male equivalent of America's sweetheart boy next door. Such wholesome energy. Cute, cute features. He's wickedly talented. So funny. Had the same energy as Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. where you just, like, root for him and everything he's in. Mm-hmm. Also, he reminds me of my love, Adam Brody, who did not make this list but should have. Um, and also, once again, you need to watch Teen Wolf. Yes. So, next I have Dev Patel. We love Who Dev. started off the decade as Sweet Precious. What's his face from Slumdog Millionaire. And then, like, rounded out the decade in uh, Lion, which Mm -hmm. everyone should see. And then also Modern Love. Love. He's, like, like just remember the cute little boy from Slumdog Millionaire and just know that he's stunning now. Yes. That's all that matters. Uh, So beautiful that we actually sat through the Green Knight. We did. Which we struggled with. Great hair, great scuff, scruff, great skin. Mm-hmm. He's got this approachable energy. I think he's one of our most versatile, versatile young actors today. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anyone's unfamiliar, I encourage you to watch season one, episode two of Modern Love on Amazon Prime and also the film Lion, which mm-hmm. was robbed of an Oscar. Yep. And I dare you to watch those and not fall in love with him. Yep. Okay, next, I have Taryn Edgerton yep. from... Specifically in this decade from Kingsman, mm-hmm. but also I think 2017's Robin Hood, which everyone hated but me, <laughs> and then he just played Elton John in Rocket Man. Yep. Uh, I want to use this time to address why my man was not nominated for an Oscar for yeah, Rocket Man. That was have, yeah. Highway Robbery. Uh, second, he's beautiful. I may be the only person on earth who enjoyed his Robin Hood movie, like I said. But even if you hated it, you can't tell me he's not the most beautiful Robin Hood ever. Mm -hmm. And I'm aware that Kevin Costner played Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. But I stand by my statement. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When I saw him in Kingsman, which was his breakout role, I remember thinking, I hope we see more and more of, and more and more and more and more (laughs) of this man. And thankfully we have. That being said, can we please go see Sing 2 so I can hear him sing some Shawn Mendes songs? Absolutely. Cool. Okay. And then rounding out the list. Mm -hmm. For the 2010s. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can even mention the 2010s without mentioning the phenomenon that is the Chris's. Yes. Specifically, you had Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Chris Evans, which yep. he looks like he's melting, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt. Yep. Who, glow up of the century. Amen. And then, like, Chris Pine. Yep. How do you, like, I can't, I don't even have words. Yeah. Like, the world knows how I feel about Chris Pine, so I'm just gonna let that speak for itself. Mm-hmm. But like these men, all just met up one day, and they're like, "Hey, we have the same name. Let's take the world by storm." Yes, and they did. So, shout out to them. Good, that was good, friend. Okay, friend, hit me with your 2010s. Okay, so this is like a weird thing for me to say, but Bruno Mars. Okay, <laughs> like, I'm here for I it. I love him. He's like so tiny and cute, but he also is like 
so like talented and swaggy and yeah. like confident, you know. Um, his Super Bowl halftime performance was killer. And yes, his concert, it was. his concert is so much fun. Thank you, Allie, for taking me. Um, and like he can be kind of like okay, Bruno, that's kind of gross, but like <laughs> <laughs> you're here it's for fine. it. It's yeah. fine. Um, okay, next, Hugh Jackman. Yes. Hugh Jackman in Australia is probably the hottest thing that I have ever seen in my life. He is just like, it is like Hugh Jackman in his element, obviously, because it's Australia, <laughs> but he plays like a drover, which is like, a, I feel like an Australian version of like the American cowboy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, he is just stunning. Um, but also, he can sing and he can dance and he can act. And he still looks like this. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And he's so tall. Um, and everybody should watch him in uh, Oklahoma. It's like the Broadway stage version of Oklahoma in like 1996 or something like that. And he's just the cutest. And of course, I love The Greatest Showman. Yes. The world loves that. Yes. Um, okay. Zach Efron. Of course. So technically, he appeared in the 2000s and captured our hearts in the high school musical movies. And I also loved him in Hairspray back in the day. But he has just, like, done really well. Like, he's yeah. continued to do really well. Um, remember that meme that was like, Zac Efron was my type in 2006, and Zac Efron is my type in 2020, and we love consistency. Yes. That. Um, other favorites of his include Seventeen Again, Parkland, New Year's Eve, That Awkward Moment, Neighbors, which is ridiculous and I hilarious. Um, the Lucky One, which you will hear about in our Nicholas Sparks episode, The Greatest Showman. Even I watched that Ted Bundy thing <laughs> twice. Willingly, twice, because of him. Um, and I like his Netflix show, Down to Earth with Zac Efron. Yeah. If it was not him, would I care? Probably not. No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. The answer is no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next. Get ready for me to scream for a minute. Okay. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I often say this phrase, I would watch Bradley Cooper watch paint dry. Yeah. That's how much I love him. Um, was first introduced to him in a movie called The Reality of Love um, on ABC Family. It actually was re-released as The Reality of Love because Bradley Cooper got so famous. But when it was an ABC Family movie, it was called I Want to Marry Ryan Banks. And it's like a play off I remember off of, that. We're going to watch it. It's excellent. Um, it uh, has Jason Priestley in it as well. Um, it's like a like a parody of The Bachelor, kind of. Yeah. Um, so then when he got actual famous, I was like, wait, that's that cute guy from that ABC Family movie I loved. Um, so... You know, I feel like I loved him before a lot of other people did. Yeah, and that you makes were me there feel first. Good. Yes. Um, so, The Hangover, hilarious, and I love him. Valentine's Day, um, the weird movie called The Words with him, and I cannot remember her name. Ooh, I hate that I can't remember her name. I'll look it up. Um, please do. And Jeremy Irons is in it as well. Love him. Yeah. Um, it's weird, but it's good. Um... Aloha with Emma Stone. Most people hated it. I liked it. Oh, Olivia Wilde? No. Or Zoe Saldana? Zoe Saldana. Um, Silver Linings Playbook with Jennifer Lawrence. Um, everyone hates him and he's just not that into you, which it's because they he's should. horrible. But I love him. Like, looking at him. Um, Burnt. I went and saw Burnt in a movie theater by myself, like I did with Batman vs. Superman. Those are the two that I have, like, been like, no one wants to go see this, and I'm going to go see it by myself. <laughs> um, Burnt, he plays a chef, and he speaks French in it, and he just does great work. 
Um, American Sniper mm-hmm. kills me. Um, and A Star Is Born. Loved that too. He's also set to play Leonard Bernstein, and I might die. Okay. Okay. Now my favorite, Henry Cavill. <laughs> so as I have previously mentioned, this is like my dude. Except for sometimes he does get like a little too huge, and I'm like Henry, calm down. Like, yeah, his you know, head's too small. Yeah, it makes your it makes your head starting too small. to look like cramped. <laughs> so, um, and I also do prefer him. He's beautiful no matter what, but I do prefer him to have some like scruffy facial hair. Yeah, uh, like in the beginning of uh, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Is that what that's called? Why did yeah. I just get confused? Okay, the Man Superman of Steel. Movie? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he looks so good. Um, so then I was like, who is he? And then I went home and watched all of the tutors. Um, and I will watch anything else he does for the rest of my life. <laughs> and we are birthday twins. You are birthday twins. So, that's I, it. Are friend. you done with the 2010s? Yes. The 2010s? Now we're like in today. Okay, so now we're going to make our predictions for who we think will be the hottest men of the 2020s. Like, who we're going to look back 10 years from now 15, 20 years from now, and be like, man, he was it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was it. I was going to just make a disclaimer. Mine will be like, he was it for me personally. He may not be it for everybody. Um, For me. Mine's probably the same. Okay. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go first. Okay. So, I said, obviously, Taylor Zakar Perez uh-huh. from The Kissing Booth. I think y'all all heard how I feel about him previously. Uh-huh. Um... You know, he's just a truly beautiful man, multi-talented. He's a scene stealer. I'm not sure what's next for him role-wise, but I feel pretty confident that he has a good career ahead of him. Yeah. I I also, for similar reasons, have Ross Butler. Yes. I hope to see more of him in, like, less teeny bopper content. But I think he's beautiful and have really loved him and everything he's in. Also, a scene stealer. Next, I have, and I'm going to, I literally just looked up how to pronounce this man's name, and I'm still kind of scared I'm going to do it wrong, <laughs> but it's um, Yahya Abdul-Mateen II. He was in Aquaman, Greatest Showman, Candyman, most recently. <gasps> Beautiful. Beautiful man. Mm-hmm. Talented. He's excellent at choosing roles. I think he'll be taking Hollywood over very soon. Yeah. Uh, this one's more just for me. Okay. But it's Manish Dayal from The Resident and The Holiday. So cute. So cute. Uh, I love him. I literally wrote, honestly, he's just beautiful and it's my list and I can put who I want. Yeah. That was my note. Uh, then I have Harry Styles. That's obvi- like an right. obvious choice. I'm surprised he didn't make it onto either one of our lists already. I'm sure we're going <laughs> to scream about him in a minute. This this is not even a prediction. This is pretty much guaranteed. Like, he's so talented, so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I see him having a really illustrious career and just getting hotter and hotter. And then, my biggest prediction for, like, who is not only we're going to look back and be like, oh, man, he was so good looking, but also, oh, man, he was so talented. Yeah. Is Rudy Ponco from Outer Banks. Oh, yes. I, like, if you ask me... Britt, name a newcomer actor from the last two or three years who you've just been unbelievably blown away by their range and their talent. I really only have one name for you, and that's Rudy. Yeah. Uh, he plays JJ on Outer Banks. First off, he looks like the love child of like young Jodie Foster in River Phoenix, which sure. means he's undeniably beautiful. 
but he's even more talented. The depth of emotion he's able to get in in those tense and dramatic scenes on Outer Banks, just for him to turn around and be the comic relief is insane. Yeah. I read recently that pretty much 99% of the funniest lines on Outer Banks were just ad-libbed by him. Mm-hmm. I think he has just a rare talent and presence that you don't get very often, especially not anymore. Mm-hmm. So if he's not everywhere 10 years from now, then it's a tragedy. A travesty. <laughs> it's both a tragedy and a travesty <laughs> called thinking, a tragedy. <laughs> yes, it's a tragedy. I was thinking about that girl on SNL that she's like, it's a tragedy. Oh, I didn't know someone says that actually. Yeah, okay. it's, she's like playing a teenager. Mm. But yeah, that's my, my bold predictions. I love it. Okay, so I had to give a shout out on here to my Broadway booze. This is why I was saying that like not everybody's going to think of these, but I'm going to think of these. <laughs> um, they include... Aaron Tveit, Jeremy Jordan, Corey Cott, and newly Antonio Cipriano. Um, he's a youngin', but he's great and real cute. Um, he's that one I sent you, like, yes. seven videos I love of. when you call people youngins. <laughs> um, and also, Jeremy and Aaron have both done some, some Hallmark stuff, so I'm hoping that that continues to go well for them. And Corey should, because he's great and he would be adorable. Um, okay, next, Jacob Elordi. <laughs> so, <laughs> is this likely just because we have been talking about the kissing booth so much? Maybe, but I do think that, I mean, obviously, we know that I think he's beautiful, and I think he um, is talented and can continue to do good things. I'm not going to watch, what's it called, Euphoria, Utopia? Euphoria. Euphoria. I'm not going to watch that, Um, but, like, I thought about it because of him. Yeah, I don't think you would like him in that. Me neither. (laughs) Um, But there's an interview that he did on Jimmy, it was not Jimmy Kimmel who was hosting it with some lady because Jimmy Kimmel was not there, and Mm -hmm. he was wearing this, like, maroon suit, suit, and he just looked great. Okay, um, Harry Styles. Obvious. Obviously. So, like, he was not my favorite in One Direction. I don't really know what I was doing, but it was because I was so distracted because I loved Zayn so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when Zayn left, I was like, okay, well, who am I going to like? And it was Harry. And then I went back and was like, oh, he's been adorable and precious and yeah, wonderful he's been this the whole best time. one the whole time. Right. I was just blinded by my love for Zayn. Um, he is just the cutest and the most charming and the sweetest. And, like, swaggy, but, like, humble and cute. And I loved his first album. The second one was okay. But I loved the first one so, 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 so much. And everybody should go watch the making of the album on iTunes. Um, okay. Now, this is cheating. Um, like I did with the, with the Broadway ones. Um, I put, um, my This Is Us booze. <laughs> um, so I have loved Justin Hartley since he was on Smallville in the 2000s. But yeah. how he is looking now and, like, crushing it on This Is Us has me shook. Um, and I think that he will continue to do well when This Is Us is over after this season because season six is the last season. Um, and then Milo Ventimiglia. I didn't like Jess because Jess was a punk and disrespectful like. and bad. <laughs> but in season six of Gilmore Girls, I was like, okay, I like him because he, like, got his life together and was, like, apologetic for being disrespectful to Luke. But then This Is Us happened. And, y'all, um, he is perfect. Um, he can do no wrong in that show. Um, he was also in The Art of Racing in the Rain. And he was in a rom-com with J-Lo recently. And he was adorable. And I think that he can do whatever he wants from now on. Yeah, he can. Um, okay. I checked and he can. Great. <laughs> Last but not least, Sean Mendez, the cutest and the most stunning and the tallest and the best hair and the best smile, teeth, he's the cutest. And an amazing singer and seems so sweet and genuine and I love him and Camilla mm-hmm. and everything about him. Yeah. 
Uh, that's allowed. The end. I used to have in my phone, like in the calendar in my phone, the day he would turn 20 <laughs> so that I could stop feeling bad about how much I loved him. <laughs> because he does not sound, or at the time, he did not sound 19. No. When he sang. No. Okay, well, we just time traveled from the 40s to now. That's mm-hmm. like, how many years is that? 70? It's 70? Uh, yeah. Okay, we just traveled for 70 years, and we just told y'all all the hot men. <laughs> um, so that's it for this week. Next week, we are talking, oh, next week kicks off our month-long Halloween coverage. Mm-hmm. We have our first special guest. She will be guesting all all October, mm-hmm. and we're real excited about it. Yeah. We're going to give y'all some good Halloween content to consume instead of whatever the crap ABC Family, ABC Family Freeform. <laughs> yes. I looked at that lineup and I was like, this is bullcrap. <laughs> so that's it. Thanks again to my Aunt Deborah and my parents and for your sweet, sweet mom for helping yes. us with our lineup and, mm-hmm. um, you know, get to Googling these men and watching these movies. Mm-hmm. So Okay, well. Thank y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, friends. Bye.